joyful or joyless. The role of a referee has certainly changed down through the years. As greater supporters attend games, more televised games enter our screens, we've become the biggest scrutineers of referees across the globe. But as we become more aware of all the big moments in our sporting world, are our opinions driving referees away? Soccer has been in the headlines for all the wrong reasons in recent years, with referees receiving verbal and physical abuse. Just in the past month, in March 2023, all home match referees in Cork were stood down after the abuse of a referee during a youths match, while at the end of 2022, the Dublin and District League experienced a walkout due to the same reasons. And with the revelation that two-thirds of referees leave the profession within the FAI, just how challenging is the role? Ollie Halsey has been officiating in the Kilkenny and District League for 20 years. It's more challenging now than ever, and everybody has, a, has an opinion. With the expectations being high across the board, the role of the, of the management team, the role of the club is very important so that everybody is protected along the way. Mm. Not just match officials, you protect the players and, and make sure supporters are in a good environment. But it can be very challenging. It's very challenging more so now. There's a lot more underage structure in Kilkenny. It's bigger than ever. And, they, and it's something that we all have to be mindful of. So with experience, you get that respect and you have to work hard for that respect because, you know, supporter, uh, supporters or parents, as you might say, mothers or fathers, want the best out of their kid and they don't want anything to go wrong with their kid. Mm. <laughs> In the UK, a staggering 93% of soccer referees reported being abused, according to the Portsmouth University. Many of these incidents have have been recorded on mobile phones and published to social media. But is that at the core of the problem? I'd be gutted to see a colleague of mine mistreated on a mobile phone or any other form of keep that in-house and we have a structure in place. We have fantastic programmes in the in, in the Football Association of Ireland. We actually have great programmes for, for, for this. And I have to say, we are very fortunate in Ireland, in the whole of Ireland. Yeah. And I've been very fortunate. I haven't had any bad behaviour thrown at me. You might get a, a, a few comments here and there, but overall, in general, we're pretty lucky where we are at this moment in time. I don't do a lot of social media now or anything like that, Lee, but I would... Uh, we've had in the past one or two incidents, you know, with Facebook, but things would be cut off very quickly and fines could go out to a certain individual. As I said, we have um, good programmes in place for that, and I don't think social media is really, really that bad on match officials, if, if you know what I mean. I think we've been lucky enough in, in, that, in that department. Jim Cashin has managed in Kilkenny local soccer for over 20 years, and in that time, he's seen some high-profile incidents of abuse. But where does it stem from? There's no question it's a, it's a society issue, Liam. I mean, like, I mean, it's creeping in big time in the GAA as well. It was never an issue with the GAA. The incidents were so isolated, it was never considered an issue, but it's becoming more and more an issue. And, and I think the only sport that can hold their head up, field sport, team sport at the moment, that don't have this issue is, is the rugby. Um, I think the GAA is quickly catching up with the, with the soccer, and I think definitely if it's the nail in the head, it's a society issue, and it, it needs to be addressed. 90% of what happens is, is, is heat at the moment stuff. It's, it's a reality reaction to an instance or it's a split second reaction um you know i've i've often had you know in, you know a screaming match i was able to referee you go over at the end of the game you shake hands you pay the man and there's not a problem um 90 of it is 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 uh heat of the moment stuff 
I'd be less concerned about the stuff coming from the managers and the players are more concerned about the stuff that's coming from the sideline. I mean, the, 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 the players and the managers are really invested into it and I think the majority of the referees understand that it's the, the most of it is heat at the moment stuff. But uh, yes, definitely, Liam, I have got caught up with it. It's getting more and more difficult for referees. I think it's a kind of a, it's a reflection of life in general. I was at a Kilkenny District League meeting last night and the big talking point was the referees and the abuse they're getting, not just from managers and not just from players, but from parents as well. And it's going downhill very, very quickly. And I think there's something drastic going to have to be done. And I think the punishments and the repercussions for the perpetrators of these things against referees are going to have to really, really increase in order to try and get it to stop, you know. You might have been on the sideline myself for a number of years and I've had my moments with referees as well so I'm not trying to be the, you know, to be a saint here but it is, um, they, they, do, they do put up with a lot and in fairness to the local referees a lot of them are very experienced and they know that a lot of the stuff that's thrown at them isn't, isn't meant as such it's heat at the moment stuff but I think there's more and more more vicious stuff coming at them now, in particular from the parents at school boys matches. I mean, that's that's a real worrying threat. Apparently, there was an under ten match played there somewhere last week, and and the abuse the referee got during during and after the game from parents was ridiculous, considering it was an under ten game, you know. So with other football and district leagues around the country having issues with referees, how serious an issue is the shortage of referees? I think nationally, I think it's a bit of a worry. I think there's not a good influx. There's not a uh, um, a good influx uh, of players or ex-players even coming in or you know they're in refereeing and I think there's probably a little bit of a fair factor but I, I have to say Liam, it's a it's a great profession it really is if you could if you're into sport if you're into football Rugby, like any other sport, is not immune for abuse. And back in November of 2022, referee Ben O'Keefe was the subject of online abuse after officiating Ireland's 13-10 win over Australia. But the sport has a reputation for for being a well-mannered and obedient sport on the pitch. Gary Conway has officiated in the Heineken Cup, European Challenge Cup, Pro 14 and Under-20 Rugby World Cup. Players' behaviours change from game to game, whatever. You never know if a player gets could come into the game pissed off, he could be injured, his attitude might be off that day. But you always have to remember, and people say, oh, rugby's easier to referee because the players are polite. But it's not, like, because the fans are the fans. Like, and this is where people get delusional about rugby. Like, GA fans are rugby fans and soccer fans. Soccer fans are GA fans and rugby fans. A fan is a fan at the end of the day, and you're always going to get it from fans. And I think the key for referees is not to take it personal. Fans don't mean it because they go down to the local pub and give out about Johnny who was playing number five with Houston. So they'll very rarely mention the referee in the pub. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I think that's the key factor for referees. A fan is a fan, and you're always, no matter what sport it is, whether it's croquet or rugby or soccer, a fan is still going to be a fan and going to have passion towards his team. Like, like I said, I'm a rugby fan, but if I go to a soccer game and the referee gives away a penalty and I give out about it, sure, that's, I'm still a rugby fan, giving out about a soccer. People have to not remember that and they really have to think about the yeah, edges, actually, a fair point. Well, I refereed Munster Ulster on, on Boxing Day up, up in Ulster there, Raven Hill, and I had my dressing room door kicked in a half time by one of the coaches. <laughs> you don't hear about that in the press, like, you know what I mean? So by no means rosy in the garden. But Conway believes rugby officiating has an advantage over their GA counterparts with no club rule existing in the sport. 
I think the biggest problem GA has at club level anyway is that the referee could be from a local parish of the neighbouring parishes playing, you know what I mean? So in, in rugby, they have the beauty of that it's a province and that they push through. I could be in Dublin, I could be in Enscorti, I could be in Malahide, or I could be in Dundalk, you know what I mean? So they, they don't have that personal like connection with, with the, the local parishes. And I definitely think that's something that the GA probably needs to look at going forward. Let's be honest. Players are always players and coaches will always look for blame transference to take the blame off the team. Do you get me? For if you miss a twenty-one to to draw a county final and you lose, oh the referee made a ball. Like it's easy blame transference is the key. Like even when a referee is even when I'm refereeing, if, if seven red is is doing my head in, I just call the captain over and say, look, seven red is really starting to grind my gears here. Like can you have a word of him? Then you're passing the blame on seven red to get the heat off you. Like it's very tactically clever how to get heat off you during the game. Like. The match referee is Brian Gavin from Clara in County Offaly. GA has seen its fair share of abuse also. Just in the past month, the Labour Party called for a campaign to protect referees, linesmen and umpires following the abuse of a match official in Dublin in the final weekend of March. While back in October of last year, GA President Larry McCarthy said that abuse at club games was casting a shadow over the entire association. So, will those revelations deter referees or will they continue to sign up? 2011 All-Ireland Final Referee and Offaly native Brian Gavin is optimistic. Well, certainly <clears throat> the isolated incidents don't uh, help but what they also do, though, is draw the attention to the powers to be and even at Congress, the rules have changed now in punishments and suspensions. Like, it's gone from two years to five years suspensions for, for people that are reported for abusing a referee or any interference. So all these incidents, while they're negative at the time and they're not nice to see, it's actually only strengthening the power now for us to go about our business now and start dealing with people that are not going to abide by the rules. And I feel we're in a the middle of a change. I feel at the moment we're going to get hard to get referees for a year or two, but I think that will turn in the next three or four years. I, I think if we keep handing out the punishments and the suspensions and uh, <clears throat> keep keep the disciplinary end of it right, we, we'll be fine. But the problem we have is, as a society, we're going to have to put some sort of input into refereeing and, and education. We can't just expect a lad to come in to... Uh, a referee's course and off here, Kilkenny or anywhere, spend two or three nights of a course, maybe two hours each night, and hand them a whistle and go to and say, referee, we're going to have to do a lot more with them lads and we're going to have to do more referee education and training because it's important our referees are up to the standard of our games that were, that's been played in front of us. We can't have poor officiating either. So, you know, I can see it definitely improving in a couple of years, but we have to put a lot of work and thought into it before that happens. But, I think uh, the suspensions that are going to be handed out and have been handed out in recent times. And I'm looking forward to the new president. I, I, I think he'll, he'll make a difference and he'll, he'll change a few things. And uh, while, as I said, I think the next two or three years will be tough, I think overall in four or five years we'll be back getting lads into refereeing. But the Clara Clubman acknowledges it's been a challenging road to this point. As I said, at the time when I was starting out, I don't think abuse or, scru- or scrutiny was much 
in referees as it is today. Like today is the Sunday game and papers and everything and you know cameras angles, maybe five or six cameras a game. I think when I was starting out, you know there wasn't much scrutiny in the referee at the time. So referees, I suppose, were plentiful because there was never really a shortage that time. It's only in the last maybe ten or fifteen years since social media has come about and maybe parents at underage games that have a different mentality than the parents had when I was starting out is the big turning point I'd say so it is, it's really turned in recent times but no I never worried about starting out refereeing I actually enjoyed it and was delighted to be refereeing And with abuse on the lips of referees up and down the country where does the former referee and current Midlands 103 commentator think the issue is coming from and how can it be addressed? The modern day parents can actually see no wrong in their children whereas when I started out playing with Clara here in hurling and football or any person in any town, if you had a bad game, when you went home that evening, you were told, you know, you were very bad or you were poor and you need to do this or you need to do that to improve. But now, no matter what way a child plays at a game, he gets an ice cream and a drink and you were great, even though he mightn't be that great. So that leads, what that leads to is parents on the sideline shouting in at their young lad. To, and, and that's where the intimidation... The problem we have in refereeing at the moment is when we do get referees, we're not holding them. If we hold them for the first year, they'll survive. But out of the 10 or 12 that start, if we hold three or four of them now in any county, that's about the height of it. And it's all because the parents at the games are shouting a balloon. As well then, I wouldn't mind social media as much because you're all, that's dealing with experienced referees, but we're losing talented referees because of the abuse from parents on the sideline that can see no further than their own little Johnny. And that's the biggest issue. I must have been at two clubs recently and I spoke to young kids in Edenderry. There was about maybe 100 kids in the hall one night and they invited me over to speak on it. And I, I just said to them and I asked them to put their hands up how many is looking at the Premiership and probably two-thirds of them put their hands up. And I told them that's where they're learning. They think it's OK that the Premiership lads are going up running to a referee shouting a balloon and surrounding a referee actually that doesn't be tolerated in GA and they get it hard to get their heads around that but when they do go out at under 12 13 or 14 and start meeting likes of myself or other stronger referees you don't be long about sort of putting manners on them and letting them know you can't do that so I think there's a big onus in Crow Park to uh, bridge that gap of the understanding the rules and where a referee is coming from and it doesn't happen we're doing it and awfully at the moment we're actually going to meet all the managers of every club and the chairman, uh, and we're going to try and bridge that gap of the understanding of the rules and the understanding of where the referee is coming from. And I think that has to, that should be driven from the top, and it's not at the moment in Crow Park. So the young lads of today are looking at the Premiership and think the big paid lads can do what we can do, but actually, it's, it's rugby number one and definitely GN number two, we don't tolerate anything like that. And I've instructed every referee in Offaly not to take any abuse from nobody. And, uh, and already, in our leagues in the last year or two in championship, we have tidied up our game huge and awfully. The GA's National Referee Coordinator, Donald Smith, is only too aware with the problems being met when it comes to recruiting referees. And despite limited resources, he's adamant referees will continue to sign up, but with a catch. There, there is a reality here. Like The only people that's dealing with refereeing in the GA is up until last uh, February was me alone, and now we're Aaron Douglas in the office as well. So we've two people looking after everything to do with refereeing, from course development all the way down to national panel and dealing with referees and national panels. So 
you know, the whole ambit of what we're doing is, is really just falls between Aaron and I in Crow Park. So it's a huge job of work on how to, to try to keep it going. If you want to do it, you'll do it. I don't think recruitment is really an issue. Like we last year recruited over 800. So that was really well up from, the, I think the last time before COVID, it was about 300, 350 or maybe 400. We had them in, in, in Crow Park in April 2019. So we really recruited well last year. But retention becomes a problem and abuse only kicks in and that kind of stuff really, if you don't look after them well or they don't look after them locally, they get disillusioned. But it's usually uh, the retention, it affects the retention rather than the recruitment. What we're doing um, is, which we which we, we would have started, say, you know, you don't want to patch yourself in the back, but we were kind of ahead of the game. We could see the issues coming down the line. So we would have put out a survey in 20, November 2021. There's another survey out now. The intention is to create resources that will help people cope with that whole abuse and whole lot and, and online abuse and the whole lot. So the intention is for to link in with the University of Ulster to provide some online help and also some resources necessary to, to support young new, new referees coming through as well. So that's the work that's going on in the background. As well. And despite the challenges, there are still men and women entering the refereeing field. Back in May 2022, Maggie Farley became the first woman to officiate an Alliance Football League match between Leitrim and London. In Kilkenny, Vivian Holmes made her debut back in 2022 and she's held her own. To be honest, like I, I kind of wanted to be treated like I'm not going to say a male, but I wanted to be the same. And equal. I didn't want to be treated. Yeah, because mm. I, I often used to say to my husband, like I'm, I'm as good as any male refing, as in like I don't want to be given any. You know, I, I just felt like I wanted to be the same as all the rest of them, mm. and I'm the same, and I don't just because I'm a female, I can do just as good a job as the rest of them. But you know, I haven't at all. Um, if not. So they've all been great. Um, I don't know if you know Pat Hayes. He was over the referees last year and he was brilliant. Um, you know, he. I, I thought I got, you know, I, I thought then at the start I mightn't get as many games, but I got loads of games. I even had people calling up asking me to rest, you know, challenge games. And then Camogie started off then as well. And, you know, I'm, I'm delighted with all the matches I'm getting. And you know, I have gotten good publicity as well in games, you know, people who come up and say, well done. Yeah. And I have had a few asking me why. And, you know, in a way, it's I think it will pave the way for more females to get involved when they see I can do it. You know, I have heard a few people say, Jesus, it's something I might do down the line now that you're doing it, if that makes sense. So I think it is opening up the way for more females to get involved, definitely. Well, it was funny this year. I, um, it was junior semi-final and a county final under 21, um, I brought females with me to umpire as well. And I, I think the, I'd say the crowd just got a good laugh because it, here was me turning up now. Yeah, I had two males one day and two females and then another day I had three females. But it was yeah. just funny and it was great to see in a different way um, that I was turning up and then with females too as well. But I suppose what needs... Look, I, I have heard a lot of females say, Jesus, no, I, I, I do think it is abuse that a lot of people don't go into it and... You know, you do get it, and there was a, a match I rest there a week or two ago, and, you know, there was people, a lad that came up to me and said something to me at halftime, but what I do is I, I just let it in one ear, out the other. I forget about it. I do give out to him and say, look, if you continue, you're gone or you're off. Uh, you won't be watching the second half of the game. But I just do think a lot of females, they do say, look, I don't think I'd be able for the abuse. Even a lot of males would say it. Um, 
be honest, I don't know how the abuse is going to go out of it. I think I even see it games like young girls and boys listen to their parents saying RF, RF, then they start saying RF, RF. And it's just the thing. It's just bred into people in the GA and I don't know how it's going to change. Um, you know, they are trying to bring in things, but I just think that's why a lot of females kind of, they're lacking, I suppose, confidence. And I just think they'd be afraid, to be honest. Yeah. But I do often say to them, once you do the first match, you'd be grand. You know, there's girls I'm friends with and they play camogie, they're, they play to a top level. And I often say to them, like, would you not go into it in the future? And they said they might, but I, I, I do think it's a confidence thing. And what I often say, like, once you get the first game over, it's it's honestly grand. Um, and I'm hoping they will, like, you know, once they see I, I've stuck at it, I'm this is my second year, I, I definitely will be going at it for another number of years for as long as I can. So I think once they see me doing it, and succeeding at it, they might down the line, hopefully. Basketball Ireland has steadily seen an increase in female referees in, in the sport. One of Kilkenny and basketball's most long-serving referees is Stacey Dowd-Doherty. She served in the role 17 years. We don't have too many female referees, but it's, it's been good lately because the, the fixture secretary is putting the women's on the women's finals, which has been really good and we've really got publicity from it. Um, in latter years that it was always men officiating at games but now the women are really coming along strong and we're getting the higher games which is fantastic for women these days coming in and even the kids seeing the girls refereeing I've often seen that the kids want to do it now and uh, the referees course only was held a few months ago and there was more women than men on it because they actually see more women coming into it and they're enjoying it like so they're coming along thank God. And as referees in basketball acclimatise to their conditions, arguably quicker than other sports, what's the secret to the success? It's, it's the culture within the sport. That's coming, as again, from, from the academies, from the kids, from the coaches. That's where we have to go. And, and it is, I know for a fact, camps, basketball camps and all that sort of stuff are, are teaching kids. And, and younger kids coming up now are much, much, much better behaved than they were six years ago, seven years ago. It's starting from there. The respect has to be built up. No matter what way you talk about it, referees, if you have a young referee there, I, 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 part of my job at the moment is training the new referees. If they get abuse, which one did the other day, the fact that he was an adult, I suppose, helped him. But if that was a, an 18-year-old kid, I think he might have walked away from the game. And that abuse came from the, from the stands. So what can we do about it? We, we, we report to the clubs and we expect that that guy won't be allowed near a basketball game again. And that was Kilkenny and former national basketball referee Canice Kelly, who was refereed in the sport for over five decades. But prevention is better than cure. How can we protect our referees and avoid moments of verbal and physical violence? Taekwondo is one of Ireland's less well-known sport, but Guy Jones, who's been teaching the art of Taekwondo since 1979, believes parental education is key. When, when people are invited to our competitions, they're distributed leaflets on the day whereby the hand signals of the referee are recognized for what, the penalties are recognized for what, the scoring point is recognized. 
which mm. which scoring point is it, etc. So they're very, very we are leaving or trying to leave very little room for argument because a parent can be very upset if their child loses, and if the parent does not understand the rules and considers that uh, the child has not been let's say uh, uh, fairly uh, refereed or something like this. Mm. It can have an impact. You could lose that 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 child uh, out of your own club, knowing that it, that 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 person or that child could be a real talent, and you wouldn't want to lose them, mm-hmm. you know, on on this particular for 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 this particular reason. Yeah. So, in order to keep things in order, we actually emphasize and give leaflets at the door for all parents walking in. They don't have the experience. They don't go to to the gym uh, to to see the practices of of the children, uh, what they are doing in the practice. But as the final whistle goes, are we any closer to the full time whistle when it comes to abuse?